Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. It's your girl, Black Mamba, and we have a very special diva in the studio this week, the lovely Bill Sargent. Hi. Hey, how you doing? All right, I listen, mean, I'm good. Listen, few complaints right off the bat. Oh, about like complaints just number about one, just number like one, life? I don't have a handle here. Okay, handle in what? AP, Black Mamba. Oh, you want a handle? Yeah. BB. Oh, okay. Billy Balls. BB. Oh, I don't care for that <laughs> at all. Be my, yeah. No, thank you. That's my handle. I'll pass on that. Well, okay. we can work on a handle for you. All right, let's do a different one. Yeah. I mean, I the only reason that we specifically have a handle is because of our careers. But if you would like a handle, then right. you need to think one up. Okay. Much like our marriage, I can't do all the heavy lifting. Okay. Okay? Right. So, I thought that's what I just did. Just like, no, Billy Balls? Yeah, that was heavy lifting. And let's if if we're gonna talk about complaints, let's start right off. Well, the whoa, top. whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't you can't hijack my complaint section yet. Oh, it's not gonna happen. Because so I hold on. Uh, that, that, that. Okay. Uh, uh. First of all, I'm a guest on the show, right? Oh, yes. Thank you for by the way for sitting in for AP. There is no, folks. There's no green room at all. None. I have to sit in the studio, and I have to sit here and watch a uh, program, sound check. You know, I'm in like an employee. No, sound check so, is a traditional a green thing. Room. You want a green room? I want M and M's. Okay, okay. Mariah Carey. Yellow and red only. Yellow and red only. Okay, yeah. okay. And Schlitz. What's Schlitz? Shitty beer. Okay, of course. Yeah. Um, let's get back to some of my questions. Like, who? Number one, I've never seen anybody change their Instagram name more in this life than you. Let's start. Oh, That's God. number one. Number two, the <laughs> names you pick are the shittiest fucking yeah, names. And they're like weird, like predatory. Like just FYI, they're very weird and predatory. Uh, an example, please. Um, you did one. Oh, God, what was it? I don't know. It'll, the handle will come to me, but it was very creepy. And then you posted a picture of you and a beanie doing these Was it the Night Stalker 69? Was that the one? <laughs> Probably. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say, can you just be a normal person? Okay. Just, you know. And do what? Keep it frosty. Just catch, get one name, stick with it. Let's start there. Right. And maybe not, because the problem is, as you age, you are becoming accidentally creepy. Have you ever seen that when older people, when you were young? And your Uncle Larry maybe would hug you a little too long? Absolutely. And Uncle Larry just loved you. That's all. He wasn't really creepy. Well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay I mean, for the sake I mean? of discussion let's roll with that okay yeah. I'm just uh-huh. saying maybe yeah. you know right yeah but I love you I'm so glad okay. you're on the show yeah, it me was too. really great having you on last time because people really were very receptive to it and I hate having to sometimes drag you in the studio because I always want it to be a fun experience um, but I really wanted to have you in the studio this week because obviously I don't think you and I have sat down as a couple during the pandemic that we're currently going through and kind of discussed how that's affected our lives together. And two, you and I, our listeners know that I'm a big fan of a a few shows. So 90 Day Fiance, our listeners know we are gang gang. Uh, Married at at First Sight, again, gang gang. So awesome. we just are wrapping up, uh, you and I are wrapping up watching the finale of Married at First Sight. <laughs> yeah. And it was interesting. I think I love that show, and we'll get into it a little, bit, a little bit later, but I love that show because specifically it does make you think when you're married, it really does no, make you does. take some stock. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So like, uh, let's 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 go back. Let's travel back in time. Let's. That was me opening a door. Oh, that was boy. me opening the time machine door. Yeah. And popping you inside. Right. And then kind of you thinking about the last seven, eight uh, months. What year are we going? To? Just the last eight months. So, Can you believe it's been eight months that we've been doing this? Social distancing, staying right. home, working for you specifically working so from home. So you want to go to March? Is that where we're going to start? Let's go. Point? Yeah. Let's take a little trip back to March. March. How, how, uh, yeah. What was the hardest thing that you struggled with? Because I honestly think, and this sounds so selfish, our relationship did just fine in during the pandemic, yeah. we actually were stronger than ever. I agree, 100%. Uh, mostly because I personally think we just enjoy one another, hanging out with one another. But, and I'm a homebody and you can be a homebody. Um, but also, for us at least, we really took stock in what, this made us take stock in what is important and what is not important. Correct. Yeah, so you tell yeah. me though, how, how So what, know. For you wanna talk about from my experience? Yeah, in, like, Or just in yeah. a relationship too? Yeah. Yeah, for well, I figured it was coming anyway, the pandemic. Meaning from January, from December. Yeah. And I was reading all different different articles and that, and plus I, we both work in healthcare, so I get all the healthcare reports. Anyway, you know, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was coming, but and I thought I was prepared to see what it was going to be about, but it really, once it was here, uh, it wasn't the pan. It wasn't the the virus that really scared me, it's the people. Yeah. It's people's reaction. I agree. Um, also with just the economy in general and, and where we're going as a nation and people losing their jobs. It was just scary. It was, uh, you know, it was crazy until then it came. Yeah, overwhelming. But then when it actually got here, so I guess I'm foreshadowing, but actually, so when it got here, I was at work, meaning when they started to put the state uh, mandate in effect, I was at work. And it felt really, really scary yeah. that, you know, it's actually happening and it's gone to a level where, you know, you're thinking martial law and yeah. you're, you're just, your mind's going all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just really scary. But coming home and having you there and uh, good friends and family to talk to yeah, really, really helped out, you know. But I got to be honest with you, the pandemic doesn't really, I don't really give a shit, meaning... Meaning I think it's, I care about the virus. I care about the impact on the people. I'm not, you know, that's that's terrible and it really breaks my heart. So I do care in that way. I don't care about the hysteria of the pandemic. Gotcha. I think the focus, you know, that we need to have as a nation still needs to continue to, to highlight some of the issues that are happening, you know, in this country, specifically racism, yeah. uh, police violence, police brutality, the structure of uh, law. So those were the things that were really going through your head. going through my head, and yeah. I'm thinking, oh man, it wasn't about just anything other than just the virus. It yeah. was more for me about, you know, it, it just it it it, it just in our relationship because we're in an interracial relationship. Yeah, um, it, it just it was a lot to take. It was uh, a it was lot, and you scary. were pretty actually patient, I think, because there were some times when even I was just super frustrated and annoyed, and. Obviously, being in an interracial relationship, you want to always, you know, respect your partner. But, 
you know, there were just some days where I was just like, these Caucasians are really upsetting me. (laughs) They are annoying the shit out of me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, like, but, we're but all human beings. too. Yeah, and it's like, so I... Meaning Caucasians are, were yeah. annoying me as well. We were, <laughs> right. we were joking around laughing about right. it. Like, Jesus. <laughs> and it's like, I want to be oh. able to... I'm glad that we have the kind of relationship where I can express myself and express how I'm feeling without it necessarily offending you because it's not specifically, yeah. obviously, about yeah. you as an individual. There was so much going on at one time that I think it was a lot. There was a lot to take in. There was a lot to adapt to, you know, and it was just a lot. I remember being very overwhelmed. You were very overwhelmed. So it was one of those things where it was like, I know we're, you and I specifically will be fine. You and I have, you know, similar views, not necessarily because we're married, have the same view, but we've always been able to talk to one another and been very open with one another communicating about the outside world for you and I, I feel, has never been an issue. No. You and I have been... From the, from the jump, by the from way. From jump. Like, we're gang yeah. fucking gang. Yeah. Now, do I have a hard time expressing my own feelings to you sometimes? Yes. But we've never had, I don't think, an issue with others outside. So I think that camaraderie, and you and I have comedy in both yeah. of our lives... So we are able to make light and make joke of things, not that it is funny, but in order to get through it, because, God, I mean, there was a time when you were just having a hard time yeah. like being pent up in the house. So you asked me, and that's why I was jumping around with the story, you asked me, well, describe how you feel. Right when you said that, you know, you have to take your mind back to, right. to, back to the time, and I just was flooded with everything. these emotions internally, so I couldn't even just a couple minutes ago, describe how I was feeling. Yeah. And that's a, uh, that that should tell you how much emotion and, and you know, internal, it's it just it, how internalized it is within you and all the resources it takes, you know? Yeah, I think through. a lot of us are going to look back four or five years from now and have that same feeling. Um, I think it's going to take us a lot longer to get a grapple on our actual feelings about what we've all shared together for the last now eight months going into probably, you know, however long. Yeah. I think it's going to take us a lot. The car is going to have to really be down the road for us to be able to look back and really express our emotions. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, there was times when I'd go to therapy and I would just be like, I don't know. I just feel like crying. Right. And she'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. Everything. What? Like, pick a thing, you know. Right. Exactly. She always would just try to remind me this is, it's tough for me too. Like, I go home and cry sometimes. I go home. And so, yeah, I think it was, I think just for us specifically, and again, I'm not making light of obviously anything that anyone's gone through or what we've gone through. But I will say that it probably has been a good thing for our relationship because Absolutely. because you were home and because you were present, we were able to talk about a lot of things we may not have ever talked about had this happened. Correct. I agree 100%. You know what I mean? Like really right. some in-depth things in our relationship. And, and you can't avoid it. You can't avoid you it. Can't, you can't avoid it. And they weren't. Not if you love somebody, you don't avoid it. No, you don't. And I think that we were. And I don't mean being in love with somebody in our relationship. Yeah. If you love somebody who's a friend. Yeah, yeah. you want to call them and say, "Hey, I love you. You know, this is how much you mean to me." Absolutely. Having deeper conversations with like your family and your neighbors, the people that are next to you. 
your own, the people in your, your spouse, yeah. all of that you want to really dive into. And you want to spread the love. You really, it really, keeps con- the can positivity I be honest? going, you know? It really made me want to spread the love and be so much more positive than maybe I didn't realize that I was doing before. Right. Because when I really think back, I'm like, oh man, I kind of, we all, we get in a rut, right? Yeah. We get in a little rut. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I was in go mode where I would get up, go to work, work. Right. Get in the car, come home, see you. Right. Hang out for an hour, go to bed, start it again. Right. Like we weren't spending any sort of, even in those times we were spending together, not right. obviously, they're amazing and beautiful times, but we weren't spending a lot of time like talking. Right. But now with the pandemic, we yeah. get to spend all the time we want. Which is how we got into 90 Day Fiance. Well, we'd already been on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it made us take more stock into it. Yes, that's what I mean. Sorry. We were always into it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I think it was, it's interesting though, how, you know, I hear people say like, oh, man, people are going to get divorced or whatever during this time. But I don't know. I'm living my best life. Like, I feel like you and I have been communicating so well. I've lost a bunch of weight. Like, I am thriving in this pandemic. Oh, I'm thriving. Like, I think maybe I just needed to stop, the world to stop, for me to take in, like, the stock, what was important. Right. I think it's a good time for that to happen. Yeah. So, you know, just just what I meant by uh, 90 Day Fiance and that we just really came up with a nice story. schedule or structure yes. you know thing for us to hang out and allowed us to do our own thing laugh uh, you know allowed us to do our own activities but then we would go to bed or you know lay down at night and then watch our shows and that was something that we really looked forward to Absolutely. and we really got into the shows hardcore um yes like another level beyond hardcore yes during the quarantine so Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, we did. We definitely made time. It kind of became a little bit more. Because before, I think, all these years we've been watching it, I think we turn it on because, again, it's in the DVR. We know it's a show we like. And, yeah, we're watching it together. But are we distracted? Are we tired? Whatever. I feel like this was a time where we really got, like, in the weeds. Right. Like, where we would pause it and stop and talk to one another and, like, really, like, Hear, hear how we both felt, really, truly. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if that would have happened to the point of the pandemic because because of what's going on in, in our current times, it's making you evaluate everything. Correct. Right? So when yes. you're watching Married at First Sight specifically, I found it to be a great resource, not only for entertainment, for us to watch it, Yeah. but there was also times in there where they have their exercises or you're evaluating relationships and we would then just talk about, naturally just talk about our relationship. Yeah. All while shitting on them. Um, Obviously, that's, <laughs> well, so, okay, so we would watch 90 Day Fiance, which, um, you know, 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight could not be different. You can't say they're the same side of a different, or the different side of the same coin, because 90 Day Fiance is the busted, sticky coin that looks like you think it's a penny, it's too big to be a penny, but it's too small to be a dime. You know, when you find that coin, you're like, what the fuck is, 
Right. What is this? Is this a peso? And you can't tell. And the only way you're going to be able to tell is if you go and you scrape the gum off and you wash it off. But who the <laughs> fuck's going to do that, right? You don't. So you throw it back in the drawer. And then again, when How you're broke. How about not pick it up with the gum on? No, because it's, oh, it's already in your change drawer. Oh, boy. And then when you're broke and you need some change, you go back again and you go again five months later. Oh, I'm giving it to a teller with the gum off. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I'm not scraping nothing. Right. But married at first sight is like, a dollar coin. Like, it's shiny and new. It's got a little bit, got got a little bit of flash okay. at the end. You're like, ooh, is okay. that a little bit of a gold finish? Ooh, okay, yeah. I'm with it. Adds a little flair to your day. A little flair, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't wait to use it because you know people are going to be like, oh, wow, is that a is that a quarter? And you're like, yeah. uh, da-da-da, look again. Yeah, I feel like the shows could not be more different. And I think one thing that we loved about 90 Day Fiance is this is what real hot messes look like. This is what a mess looks like up close. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're watching... You're such a shitbag. <laughs> you can't find someone in the, in your country. That you had to go somewhere Forget about else. your country. Like, if, if you don't... You haven't found someone in your town, your city. No one. A state. No one. And not region. to mention, the people oftentimes in the other country, they are also that's the worst the of their country. Like, oh, yeah, they're the worst I mean. of their yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, I was just getting into that. Yeah. 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 They're no better. So it's like two turds finding each other online. That's it. And then you And watch. one wants one thing, <laughs> and the other wants something completely different, can which we talk is about, awesome. Okay, can we talk about, let's get a little bit in depth. We're going to we're gonna get a little in depth with this. Okay. Okay. So a couple of things that I always find very interesting about 90 Day Fiance, specifically 90 Day Fiance, is this. These people will be like, hi, I'm John, and I met Abby online. We met three years ago. It was a total (laughs) accident. We were on a singing app. (laughs) Right. And you're like, okay, get on with the story. Yeah. And then they they go through we're the whole thing. We're uh, playing right. Animal Farm. And, right. Uh, yeah. Right. And All we, right. Yeah. he sent me a hail a, a a bale of hay, and I sent him corn, and right. it was off and popping from there. You see them go through this, and typically these relationships that are online are typically longer, right? They're at least at the minimum eight months to some of them five six years. They've been doing this online. Right, because of the restrictions and correct. You know. It, they're not allowed to, you know, they can't see each other as much. They don't Correct. have the resources or, or time or... Resources, time or, or money or whatever or to get to, it. Right, yes. Right. So a lot of times the person has either never met this person <laughs> truly in, in real life or maybe once, right? Maybe they met on vacation and that was it and they've been doing long distance, right? Awesome. Whatever the situation is. Right. But typically the camera pans out <laughs> and these individuals are packing... They're like, can't wait to go and see Abby. She's gonna, you know, she's the love of my life. I mean, duh, we've talked about marriage. Duh, she wants kids. And they're saying all these nice, gracious things. And they're like, and I've got a little surprise in my pocket. I've got a little ring. Okay. And you're watching all of this happen. And you kind of get excited with them, right? And then they get there and they're always in the airport and they always do the running thing. I, yeah. We've been together a damn near a decade. <laughs> but I you can think... tell that they edit it. Because they so fuck up on the editing. Yeah. And you could just say they cut and go. Yeah, go. Yeah. Or whatever they say in film, right? Yeah. It's so like it's go. The... And then the lady's standing still and then darts. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Oh, right. my God. And these are always traditionally people who typically have never exercised a day in their life. No. no um, so the running is awkward, like, yeah. right off rip. Right. Um, the but more, I... the sad, the excuse me, the sadder part about that whole thing is 
you know, they rope off, they rope <laughs> they off rope the area off, yeah. and there's literally like three people against the gate. <laughs> it's like, no one gives a shit. Because no one gives a shit at all. No one gives a shit And I know all. production only, like right. I know production only does it because production doesn't want anyone walking in front of the cameras. Yeah, right. But the people they're filming, <laughs> they do not know that. So they're just like, bench, watch right, out, Mariah's right. here, Yeah, exactly. Bitch. Yeah. Um, you know, so oh, then we get past the, the very first moments and one of two things happens in those first two minutes. And typically the latter happens, where they instantly see each other, they cry, they kiss, whatever. Then they immediately do an outtake and the producers ask, so are they what you expected or are they what you remembered? <laughs> right. And the answer is always... <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> like, I don't... Who this bitch? Right. That's right. not the Abby I know. <laughs> so Abby been using filters. Abby never had a cross eye until I just met her. <laughs> why does Abby have a right. Adam's apple? Why does why is Abby got a girthy neck? Why is Abby club footed? <laughs> the fuck? Like it's wild. The difference. Yeah. You know, and then what's yeah. funny is Abby knew from jump, right? Because Abby typically is like, well, I'm nervous to meet him because, you know, I do look slightly different than some uh, of the photos. Slightly? <laughs> It's like, ma'am, your skin looks blurry. It was, it was like you took a, a filter of a doll shot. I don't know. It was really weird. It's real, and it's always angles, right? Like okay. I always say to myself, like, I don't. But understand. it's so filtered that you can't see any, you know, contour from the skin. So it just kind of bolds and flies over your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. That's that should be the first. Like it looks sign. like it's melting. Yes, that's the head. like where you can't tell where the earline like is. Yeah, like a melted face. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the first issue I have. Okay, so then you get they get to the house and they. It's have like their you first... airbrushed a burn victim. <laughs> is really what I was trying to say. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I could. Yes, like you airbrushed a picture of a burn yes. victim, and yeah. you were like, "Let's just so clean just, up the edges." Yeah, clean up the wrinkles. <laughs> just the wrinkles and the edges. Right. And please, if you are a, a burn victim, if you've suffered burns, we are not making fun of you specifically. We are making fun of Photoshop and how ridiculous it is. Okay. Do okay? we need to explain that? Because I don't want to get, you know, because I get, I don't want to get the emails. <laughs> what are you going to get? <laughs> I'll get the emails about my uncle got right. burnt his left chin yeah. back in, in Nam. And how could you be so, in, you know, yeah. I just, I just, so I like to give the, that you guys know I don't give a shit. So just don't waste your time emailing me is my point. Okay. <laughs> So then you get further down the road, and right. these people are now staying for, let's say, two weeks. But typically, because these people have had no deep conversation ever, it has always been about now, talking about sex, talking about in themselves. In fact, when they have a deep conversation, the other the person typically logs off. That's, that's, that's so the So how many thing. kids you had? Oh, lost connection. Yeah. So then when they get there, they're like, okay, let's start talking in depth. How right. many... What are your aspirations? And it's always like, oh, well, I want kids. I've got to. Um, I live, blah, blah, blah. And the other person is like, wait, I thought you didn't want kids. And then it's yeah. always an outtake. And they always feel so drastically different. I don't know what Abby's talking about. I told her from the very beginning I never wanted children. Right. I told her that I, I only would get married so that we could finish this process. But I also told her that I hate the color red. She's wearing all red. Yeah. Like, it's almost like these. they spend all this time online. And they never once had an intimate conversation. Like, I wonder, what are they talking about for four years? And all that time, all they had to do was sit down. Like, one at time. A, at a grocery store, hanging out to, like, the liquor section or something. You know, oh, I love that wine. How you do? Like, they don't even try it in their own country. So no. the amount of time that they take to get, that spend on this relationship. Right. They can be in the market to find a lady. 
you know, that it could be in a, a fruitful relationship with. Yeah, but here's my thing. I My issue is not that they met online. I think if no, you no. can meet online and, like, whatever. But my it's the issue time is you're taking you never met them. They're not That's talking. my point. Right. Right, yeah. They're not having, you're not, you're not asking each other, well, they must not be, right? Asking each other any questions of substance because they seem genuinely shocked. Right. When they meet one another <laughs> well, and they start divulging. They <laughs> right. Right. And they start divulging information. Yeah. Like, it's always one of the season who's always like, okay, well, here's what Pablo doesn't know. I'm still married. Yeah, always. Yeah. To my first husband of yeah. 19 years. Yeah. And he also lives in the basement. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't that have been the first thing you would lead with? Right? Like, yeah. just FYI. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm a schizophrenic. Just want to let you know. Just like, Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying no, that. No, but yeah. that is something. Something you need to tell somebody. Like, I feel like when you and I were dating, we spent a lot of time in the beginning. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Actually, we were, we were just thinking about that the other day. And we would stay up late together. We'd call in sick to work. Oh, yeah. And we would just talk yeah. about our past, how we grew up, things that we felt affected us. Yep. Our, how we felt about our families, how we felt about love. Had we ever been in love? Like, we got in the weeds, and we were like, it was new. And it was, like, fun and flirty. And yeah. you really, I loved you so much when amazing. we got, we were together, that you really want to, like, get to know the person. Absolutely. How, what are the, I just wonder, what do you think, I'm, that's my question to you. Since I can't figure out how they didn't talk about this, because what do you think they're talking about? Because the fact that the person never told them, but the other person never asked, they're both, it's both very telling. Absolutely. So what are they talking about? <laughs> that's what I mean. As soon as they get into, what's your favorite car? What's your favorite movie? <laughs> what's your favorite food? <laughs> you know, just stupid shit. You want to be a reality star? I do too. You know, I don't know what they're saying. I, I don't know. I I really I would like to interview one. In of them. other words, it's just it's just they're not talking about anything. Just, they're just talking about basics. whatever's just basic information. You know, basic just standard questions. Just like I said, you know, how is work? Almost How's like a scam day? artist. You know, well, and then they just start getting into flirting. Oh, I don't like. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> what is the thing you're doing with your lips? Uh, what was that? Mm. It was. That's oh. how he makes the lips, David. Oh, like your sexy, mm. yeah, oh, yeah, your yeah, sexy yeah. lips. Uh-huh. Okay. Duck living. Deep duck living. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just find that always so interesting. And some of these couples, if they just had communicated just the smallest amount, some of them would be really great together. But that's why they're, <laughs> but that's why they're on 90 Day Fiance. Like, okay, so Darcy. <laughs> okay. So Darcy's new man, they were sitting outside. Oh, Jesus. And she meets up with her sister. I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. Darcy is with her new beau, and her sister just recently gets married, the twins. (laughs) And they're sitting outside, and they both are now with models. Okay, now one, Darcy, I'm going to say, is the A-team. Both are your Eastern European. (laughs) That's correct. I'm going to say Darcy is the A-team. We've said this a lot. Darcy's hair is typically better. She will get all of this, the fat sucked out of whatever, yeah. her pinky, her ankle, her wrist. Yeah. She's typically got her shit kind of, and I'm going to use quotes, as together as she can. Uh, where <laughs> Stace... Where Stace is really dropping the ball. It's, She's playing loosey-goosey with her outfits. It's it's like, you know, you can clearly see where the budget goes for the show. It's like to Darcy, so they give her the professional makeup artist and all that shit. And yeah. then they give 
Stacy, like whatever's left some over. Some college intern. Yeah, they give her a NYX <laughs> yeah. makeup that came right. with a free pack. Hey, when you do they this got... shit yourself. Yeah. Because I've never seen a, a, somebody do a weave or an extension like this in my life. They don't attach it. <laughs> they take a accessory, like a clip. Yes. And they just like, hey, fuck it, like pin the tail on hey. a donkey and just fucking throw it right here. <laughs> and it just fucking falls right out. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Stacy. So that's Stacy. I mean, that's yes. Darcy, but Darcy's strategically placed. Yes. Stacy's is more pin to tail on a donkey and just, let's just throw this extension wherever this bitch sticks. That's, yeah. It's like she throws it in the yeah. air and just lets her head yeah. catch it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, let's stop with the trying to match with the shit hair colors because, Oof. first of all, you're never going to get that shit yellow kind of white you know it reminds me of like smoker's teeth that's like the <laughs> yeah the different color, shades yeah the color yeah that's how their fucking extensions are so it's, it's really <laughs> it's wild and then they both have model boyfriends but that's kind of the relationship you know between stacy and that Darcy. is the that's definitely that the unhealthy dynamic between the two i would call the relationship very extremely unhealthy and it's always a competition it's everything's yeah. a competition well darcy will tell stacy i'm telling you this is what happens you know <laughs> okay, tell they me. go to the store they go shopping oh that's such a Darcy will tell Stacy, that looks beautiful on you. Meanwhile, it's got some shitty color, yes. sagging in the ass a little bit. She like sets Stacy up quite a bit. She fucks her up. Yeah, she's like, oh, that looks so beautiful on you. Meanwhile, everybody's looking at that thing going, no. No, you that look hideous. You look awful. Right. And I and I think that deep down, Stacy does want the, or Darcy does want the best for her sister. But I do believe that her competitive part comes out too much and then it's gone. She loses focus of that. And she it's... wants the best for her sister as long as she gets better. I've never seen As long anyone... as she gets the bestest. Of the best this. Yeah, that's what... Yes, that's, that's all that... Because then she can concentrate on loving her sister. I have never seen somebody play a Jedi mind trick like she did with the pull in the old card when she told everyone her man was still married. And then she... That was a softball. Right. And then dropped the fact that Stacy's man basically... Didn't basically... He cheated on her. Right. And girl, I got the photo. I got the footage. No, got the I got film. the video. Yeah. I don't know. I FaceTimed her. I don't, I don't know what's going on, girl. I mean, I'm just here to help you out. I, the Jedi trick was wild. But anyway, so you go back, they're at this dinner, and the one, Darcy's boyfriend, is, I will say, very much more attractive than Florian. Again, A-team. A-team. He's a real model. He's polished. Yeah, the model, good-looking guy. Long hair. Long hair. Just, you know, successful. You can tell he's a, he's a, he's a professional model. You know what he looks like to me sometimes? Hmm. He looks like he's, like, he, like, if... Like, he kind of came out of a Disney movie. Like, he's a Disney character. He looks like a Disney character right, to me. Right. And if you took a Disney character and put him in real life... Yeah, I think that's... That's what he yeah, would look I, like. I, I Seriously, he's got that. very clean lines and yeah, sharp skin yes, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed right, we get to it. He's Florian. A, he's a good-looking guy. I understand. Florian now... Okay. Florian oh. looks like him, but with fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> he's a, like, He just didn't get really the right shot off the jump. Like but if a, but if you catch him at the right angle with a camera, you know what he's modeling? What? <laughs> he's modeling like cups for a concert. You know, at a local concert. Okay. He's like okay. on the cup. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, promoting that, promoting gear for the local band. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's he's his more of a like, like a, he's like a Sears magazine model. Oh, Sears is way too big. But yes, <laughs> a JC. We're talking Jimmy John's. Oh, I see. No, not Jimmy. Sorry. Uh, Jim Boys, like 
You know, a gym okay. boy spokesperson. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's where he's more coming in. At. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. I. He's just a perfect. He's a perfect angle kind of. You got to really concentrate on that angle. You got to find the angles because sometimes he doesn't look like he's and he's got a very horrible temper. I don't care for the way he speaks to her. No personality. Zero personality, and I don't understand what he's saying half the time. And um, anyways, they're sitting at the table, and Darcy goes, well, I mean, I was on his Instagram, and he posted a picture <laughs> of him up against my Range Rover, and there was a girl who put a fire emoji. <laughs> okay. And so I went on to her Instagram. This is, like, right in front of them. Like, she didn't talk to her sister beforehand at all. Because one of my girlfriends or my sister would have slapped me in the face and been like, get your shit together. What is wrong with you, you stupid little bitch? She said she then got onto this woman's Instagram and saw that she was pregnant. Yeah. And then turned to him and said, is it your baby? Upon which her sister said, oh, flanning the flames, uh-huh. will answer her, is it your baby? <laughs> and when he looked at her like any normal person would it's have crazy. looked at her like, I love you so much, but bitch, you be out your mind. He looked at like her this like- this needs to end right now. Like, you are insane. Mm-hmm. She said, oh my God, he didn't answer. That's it. That's my answer. And then she ran <laughs> so inside dramatic. and the producer literally said, hey, Dars, what's going on right now? What's, hey, Darcy, honey, what's going on right now? Uh, it's always a one eyelash just kind of hanging on there. She got her lipstick all fucked oh, up. Oh, she was all glass. fucked up. She yeah. had her wine. Yeah. And then the next morning, no they're wine. sitting on the beach, and she's like, <laughs> it's like an outtake, and she's like, I mean, I understand that I embarrassed myself last night, and I understand that, you know, it was a bit much, but, like, he's not even talking to me. Like, he's not, I'm like, bitch, you are lucky this man didn't say, fuck it, because we've all been in a relationship where you've said, fuck it, I don't even need those clothes. I don't even like to have the shit that's oh, at this house. I'll just never come back again. Like, yeah. fuck it, I'm out of here. Right. As soon as this bitch gets the snoring, I'm out of here. That's it. I actually commend him for sticking it in there, because he either really loves her or he sees the long game. I, I think it's a long game. I think it might be a little A and B. I think a little A and B. I think it's like Angela and what's his name? It's like hood love. Well, I think, it's, I think it could be both, but more impulsively on... Kind of the 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 lust part of the relationship, right? Yeah. And but I think that's more the impulse kind of short game, but the long game for him and her is the exposure. Yeah, because I Especially have a feeling. Yes, I think Especially for Darcy him. though, she really is in love every five minutes. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I'm talking about him. Oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. He he's more of uh, look. I see the long game here, but I also feel that he does have he is attracted to her right yes. now. Yes. But I think it's just physical at this point yes because right. i have a feeling that darcy's the kind of woman that she is pulling all of the of the tricks out of her bag she is spinning on top of that dick she's balancing on the dick oh, with just please. with her tongue oh, like yeah. she is pulling every trick yep. she's Runs using the car wash <laughs> she's in, she's incorporating the weave right. yeah like a lot of things she's yep. thrown into their sex life yeah and he's probably never had that no I don't know. It's the strangest thing to me because any if you've watched the show for five minutes, right? How you could think that woman is, and I'm not saying this to be mean. She has to know on some level she'd be crazy. Well, you know what? It's interesting because they were much prettier without all the you know plastic surgery mm-hmm. and that. You know, I, and I have to say I do like them 
I do like them both. I find them entertaining in that. I do. I, I think they're I think they're sweet, and I do hope the best for them. I do uh, too. I, I'm not just saying that to be you know correct on 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 here, but I really do. Um, no, we've talked about it. I think yeah. when they got their own show, actually, we got to see some more dynamics, and I think the dad who left and went to Asia and was gone basically their whole lives, right. it's very telling on why they are like this. And so then when he did come back home, now I will say he seems like a very nice, patient, loving dad, but to have twins and never be home, and then when you are home, both of them are going to want all your attention. And, and female twins. Right. You know, as a dad it's to important. a daughter, it's, it's extremely important to be there for your time. So you can see why this has yeah. happened. And no this is job an to, to me... No job is is worth no. the extra money, you know, to be away from my daughter. No. And I think he's been married, what, three times? Four times? Yeah, I don't know. And he's engaged now. So, yeah, he's been married four times, and he's engaged now. Oh, and living off his uh, his ex-wife's, living off of her, her, uh, her, just her time, her house, everything. It's... He's just riding her coattails, is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's interesting. The dynamic is very interesting. And... I can see how they became these people and it's not an act. It's truly who they are. And they both, it's really, really heartbreaking to watch two individuals. We all want love, but that are willing to let somebody treat them poorly, talk to them poorly. Right. And they almost get themselves so worked up and nothing's even happening. Well, and then, you know, the really, that makes me, it does make me sad for them. And psychologically they're, they just have something coming that's so good, you know, but yet it's so good. They want it to just grab onto it, make sure it doesn't leave. And that just causes them to be just obsessive and overbearing. Yes. And then they're just trying to self-sabotage it or, you know, they're just creating drama. That way the, the energy's high, the tension's high, you know. Right. Um, and, and then they... That's just how they do it. That's yeah, just it's how, an interesting kind of a group. behavior. Yeah, and in a way, I think TLC, like I grapple with her and her sister in that show because part of me grapples with <clears throat> this is not the first reality show that these sisters have done. Back in the day, they tried to kind of do like it wasn't a Real Housewives, but it was something similar, <laughs> okay. and they tried to be on that. Then there was another reality show that they tried out for, and the Ninety Day Fiance, right. and that stuck. Right, so I grapple with it in a way because the producers. By putting them on TV, it is making their behavior 10 times worse, right? But then again, they want to be on yeah, TV you, so badly. They made a deal with the devil, so to speak. You know? I get where you're going. You know what I mean? No, I get so where you're going. Because... But, but that's where you, in my opinion, you signed off on that. Or you should have had the, the awareness to go, hey, you know what? By doing so. Right. You know. Like, I always think, why don't the producers sit them down, especially the executive producer, and go, because at some points I'm like, okay, Darcy needs to see a therapist. Yeah, but that's not good TV. Right. And that's what I grapple with. Yeah. But she did see the therapist. I love that she goes, oh, no, I've seen the therapist one time. I checked in. I'm great. I'm good. I'm like, no. Did you see her at the bar? No, no, girl, you're not good. Are you talking about a therapist that you watched on a YouTube special? Like, girl, no, you need to, watching Dr. Phil doesn't count. No. You need to go in and do some work, kind of child. I absolutely, those two shows bring me so much joy, but one show that we seriously do watch seriously and not laugh through for the most part is Married at First Sight. Yeah. And if you guys aren't aware, I think I've described it before, but Married at First Sight, I'll give you a a recap, is a show that Lifetime started as basically an experiment. 
So they, they have people that come in right into the show and they fill out an application and they start to whittle them down little by little. And in that process, they see psychologists and they see um, pastors and they get asked all these different questions. It's a real thing. They visit their home. They yeah. talk about their home life and what kind of family life, how are they raised? Right. A lot of, it's a lot. Deal breakers. Yes. You know. A lot of criteria. And Income, then, um, just everything. Everything. Just everything I mean, they wrong. really go through, right. it's, you know what I would compare they do it to? background checks. FBI. You know. I, I would compare it to if you were going to join the FBI that process is very similar. I've had two friends um, go into the FBI and they were like, it's grueling. It's not like a whole, a one month interview process. It's like three months of just nonstop. Right. And sometimes they'll ask you the same questions again months later right. to see if you were lying. The fr- like it's a whole Much rigorous like process. Yeah. yeah. So then once they find your perfect person who science says church wise, all of it, top to bottom, what would be the perfect spouse for you then the two people have never met sight unseen walk down the aisle and meet each other at the aisle for the first time and immediately move in together and that's it they start their lives it's typically an eight-week process this last time it actually ended up being four months because the pandemic hit during right like maybe four weeks into five weeks into the season and we were kind of bummed out, I think, from last year and the year before, because both those seasons bummed had, out uh, for the other for, people. For the principal, yes, for the principal, like of the Mindy show. Yeah. and the uh-huh. blonde. I can't think of her name. Oh, what's his name? Who every time he would sleep with her, he would Luke? go in the room and cry. Oh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> what was the blonde's name though? Katie. It was Katie. He was wild. So, like, I felt bad for Katie. I felt bad for Mindy because it really was a waste of their time. Yes. And you could see they really did do this to change their lives, to do something that they really wanted to find love. Now, that's what I don't agree with with the show. And that's why I'm saying, well, and I don't think it's necessarily so much the show. I think it's people being fame hungry and lying. Uh And what kind of person are you to do that? There's some moral issues that I'll get to later, but... This season, we really were actually loving it because for the first time in a very long time, at least for you and I, I felt like we were watching some really great couples. Like, almost all of them were really great couples. I felt like, yeah, for the first time that they didn't they didn't look at it as a production, you know, as a show, as an entertainment piece. Because I think that's why they were trying to mix up a little bit of going back to previous seasons and why right. they're getting a little bit more wild as the season went on is because they found that the ratings are kind of working if they, you know they kind of add a little gusto well, add a little flair okay well you know I know these are I know these are um absolutes you know hey no you know I don't want any kids you know whatever it is these are deal breakers but they would always let like one deal breaker go you know just, just one well yeah just to kind of stir like, the oh, pot. Oh, you know, that's not what marriage is about. You know, right. blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. And those, and again. But anyway, so my point was, before, I'm, excuse me. So no, before go ahead, that, sorry. So my point was that they learned from that, and then they they went and attacked this season to say, hey, look, we're a credible show, so let's really focus on some really good folks. Which I was really excited about. I was too. Um, Not as entertained from a, you know, f- f- from just a, 
comedy. It didn't. In other words, it didn't tug at your 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 strings as much as it did in the other seasons. You know? The other seasons were a mess, and they were just. I mean, you yeah. and I would be on Twitter. You'd be yeah. like, "Look this up, see what they're." But like this season, I think I cried like three times, which never happens. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever cried over someone's fucking love, but. <laughs> Truly, I like there was one couple that I really got emotional about because he just you and I from the beginning, I was like, uh oh, I think he's in this for the wrong reasons. I think he wants Absolutely. this for fame. I don't think this is going to work out well. He's going to break this girl's heart. Right. She is Woody. really Woody. a great woman. Woody. Yeah. And Woody just turned my what I thought. Oh, dude, he just blew it out of the water. Judging a book by its cover. Absolutely. Truly. Yep. And I learned a big lesson right there. Pleasantly. Like, I. Yeah. Could not be happier for two people. Like, you and I were, like, giddy. Like, they would get on the screen and they would start kissing and we'd be like, oh, my God, they're so cute. Oh, my God, they're so cute. Like, it was so awesome to watch. It was refreshing. It was very refreshing refreshing, to see it. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And it was very nice to be, like, rooting for two people. Exactly. But that's why this season was great for, and and rather timely, you know, with with the coronavirus, because it just, with the pandemic... Because it just allowed you to think more. This show did. It really it allowed did. you to really focus on the values of a relationship and what's important, which then turned around, you know, as a as a viewer, to look at it and go, oh yeah, maybe we should start thinking about that. You know, when you're sitting there with your cup, with your with your significant other, your wife, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And it allowed us to talk and have some really you know deep conversations, some fun conversations, and. You know, I think it was a it was almost like a, a good marriage exercise or a relationship exercise. It really was. And it was good to be able to stop like we would pause the show and then like turn to one another and truly like be like, oh, this or that. or And there was like some different things that I learned about you that like you'd never told me before or that you had never expressed before. And I really found it interesting that we were using it in that way. Like, I think by the time we realized what you and I were doing. Yeah. We were like, oh, shit, we've been kind of, like, this has been kind of fun because Absolutely. we would either look at it and relate it to us or we'd go, wow, we should be doing that. We should be taking more time to really value and appreciate and celebrate one another, um, but not make each other feel bad either, like, because that doesn't right. help, right? right? Well, that's why that's why it was the the approach of it. You naturally, you naturally just form to the pr- approach that they take. Right. So you're not coming at it from a different angle. Right. Which was you know, which is nice cool. because they're 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 actually driving the conversation, they're driving, you know, the mood, the feeling and and, and just driving the thought, you know, with that. So Yeah, which was really great because then you know so that they going, do care. You yeah. know that they really do want to see right. truly I do believe all three of them and the production want to see them succeed. Now now I will say there is a couple that broke up. Only one. <laughs> but I found something very interesting. I really didn't care for him as a person, and I necessarily didn't care for her as a person. And I mean that in the sense like even if I met them in person, I definitely wouldn't like them. They would annoy me, we would not be friends. Oh. However, and when they split up mid-season, I was like, I agreed with him in the beginning. I was like, he is doing the both of them. For our listeners, who's he? Uh, what is his name? Guys. You're this season? Yeah. Oh. Um, you know all the names. Yeah, gosh. I can't think Hold of on. Name. 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail it. I was trying to, because I need to know his name. No, it's totally fine. This I make our listeners, <laughs> I make them do this every oh week. Gosh, what's his name? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Okay, wait, Night, Married myself. at First Sight cast. Okay, wait, what are we in? Are we in 2020? 2020 cast. Okay, here we go, baby. Let's take a look. It's not David. Oh, I like when they do this. Okay, Married at First Sight, the couples. Okay, wait. How did we watch an entire season? Yeah, oh, because well, because neither one of them were very memorable. Okay, Brett and Olivia. So Brett and Olivia, I really felt like when they when Brett just when she came home, she left to go and see her family <laughs> during the pandemic. He told her, "I don't think that's very smart." She did it anyways. She's a nurse oh, you, practitioner. Yeah, you, excuse me, you threw me off because you said there was only one breakup earlier. There was actually two. So I was trying to think of the other guy's name, but we're Who speaking else broke up? Um, oh, God, Christina crazy, and Henry. Yeah, Henry yeah, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Oh, I so see. So that's what okay. I was trying to think of. I got you. I was thinking okay. of Brett. I and then I was thinking of Brett, but then I knew it was Henry. Yeah. But I couldn't I think of Henry's name. Yes. So anyway. But Brett, sorry. you know, when she came home from Brett's her trip, <laughs> Brett was gone, honey. He was right. gone, gone, gone. He took the salt, the pepper. She's like, I can't believe he took the seasoning. He mm-hmm. took. <laughs> he had the worst laugh. And I really thought this was the he perfect. He does the. T- I mean, he just was uh, an annoying person. Let can we just talk? Okay, can we just talk about the skin? <laughs> I mean, it was so freaking pale and nasty, and he had like this wiry shit bag, not necessarily brown, but like <laughs> red brown shit hair, and it, you could see every pore. It was just nasty. It was just. It was rough to watch. Right. And he right. seemed very even coming. And he was see through. He was, oh, he was definitely a ghost. He was see-through. He seemed in the beginning very aggressive, even at the start. Like, I'm not going to bend and I'm not breaking. Well, let's talk about even before that, when he was in the uh, bachelor party. Oh, God. Slapping ass and trying to get some... uh, Yeah, I forgot about that. And then before that, he was at the party, the introduction party. Oh, God, that's right. And he was hitting on the two girls. That's right. He was very inappropriate. So he's just... And he was just a dick right off the jump. He was. He was... And a a few of the other men very much noticed it and made them uncomfortable. They made note of it. And I really thought that's how the season was going to go. Henry. Henry really pointed out. Coincidentally, yeah. He was like, he's not my kind of person. I would never hang out with this No, and Henry was... And they didn't. I don't believe they ever... No, Henry was, you know, really when he sat down on the bench and trying to hit on Henry's friends... Yeah, he had a problem with that. Yeah, you know, he had a big problem with that. Yeah, it was very interesting to watch that dynamic. Right. But at the very and Henry's end, a G. Henry's a G. Henry's just a G. Henry is a G. I love Henry. I hope Henry he is just amazing. You this know. is when I'm like, why doesn't my friend Emily and Henry they'd be perfect together? Anyways, I digress. My point is, is at the very end. When they were asking them, okay, they have decision day. And they have to decide, are you going to stay married or are you going to get a divorce? And it's a real life divorce. When I heard what he was saying and what I heard what she was saying, for the first time during the entire show, I thought, oh my God. If the two of them had simply sat down and really heard the other person, like, let this person speak. Nope, stop coming up with rebuttals in your head. And like whatever that means, right? In our relationship sometimes, we have a hard time doing that because we both, we're very fast talkers. We talk a lot. 
So for us, it's really easy. But we don't get, we don't feel that interruption is disrespectful at all. Oh, when, absolutely When we're not. talking to each other. So absolutely not. Thing. But I do feel like, obviously, we are very fast-paced, like, brain-thinking people. So it does help for what you and I to, if we're really in our emotions and we can't get it out, you and I will text one another. Yeah, I think that's a... Oh, yeah. For us, it's a better form of communication. 1,000%. percent you a moment to... to, to sorry, go no, no, to No, you're right. To read it. To read it. Take it in. Think about it. Process it. And you don't have the ability to immediately respond. Correct. Even though you can type, that's still not your immediate response when you're talking, having a conversation. No, it is not. And sometimes so you're typing. it does give you that it. couple seconds. It you does. Know. To really think, like... Because sometimes you... No, it doesn't always text. work, folks. <laughs> Okay, let's, um, this isn't a uh, one-shot deal here. It doesn't. However. Yeah. It is, it, it works to, uh, you know, to, to the point where it, you have to do that. Yes. You should. I, actually, I shouldn't have to. I encourage you to do that and see how that, that helps for, the, for more of the impulsive kind of people. Yes, if right? you have a hard time communicating. Yeah. If you're more impulsive, you have a higher temper level or, you know, you're just... You're, you're quick to blah, 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 then just a text is great. You know? It really is because sometimes I know even for myself, if I'm emotionally upset or I'm hurt, I can either shut down or I'm angry. There's no in between and it's just a fight or flight. Right. But I realized that I would not, I wouldn't tell you how I felt. I wouldn't go into it because I just thought, I don't want to argue about this anymore. You're not hearing me. And I don't care. But there's been a lot of times where if I can text you and tell you, like, if this really hurt my feelings or I really felt a certain kind of way, that you've been like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't I didn't mean that. I love you so much. Oh, I'm yeah. so – it just – it made it – your response to me so much different than you would have responded had we been having the conversation face-to-face. Correct. And so I found it interesting when we were watching that. You could see in the breakdown of that marriage, you could see, I was watching it and I was just like, that is so sad that she really was into him and he was real. And they both said that I was really into her. I was really into him. Right. But because they couldn't, their egos and their win personality was so much more important. And they were nitpickers. Because they, yeah, because at this point it's built up so high, nothing you do. Right. I'm gonna like. I'm not gonna right. like the way you put the toilet paper on the I told you. I here's how they. I told you. I checked this box. I told you. I said this. Mm-hmm. I expect to get what I ordered. Correct. I ordered a goddamn sandwich. Give me my fucking sandwich. That's it. Right. And so he, you know, they start getting in the relationship. Yeah. And he's starting to bite into the sandwich. He's like, you know, I ordered chicken finger sub here. And <laughs> right. I just bit into some fucking oysters. What's, what's right, the problem here? Right. Nobody likes an oyster sandwich. No one loves. No, no one. one unless well, you're from England. pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I can't do it. It yeah, grosses well, me out. You know how I, I feel know. about fish. But it's interesting because it caused you and I to have a very interesting conversation. Because I said this is an instance where people don't, where you are watching someone and they were both explaining what they wanted out of a marriage, what the ex- expectations were. And I started laughing and I looked at you because obviously we've been married. For now, almost five years. And we've been together a long time. And I said, it's so interesting because what I thought I wanted right. was definitely not what I needed. Correct. What I, Who I thought and what I thought I would have married and been with 
is not what I actually needed. Agreed. And I think a lot of times people can look at a marriage or look at two people and they can go, God, I don't know how that marriage works or I don't know how these two are making whatever work. And, you know, obviously I always say this, you can look at me or you and make a lot of judgments. But who you and I are inside at home, just the two of us, are vastly different than a lot of times what we even let the world see. Yeah, and you know, when you have a relationship, uh, typically uh, what I see, and speaking for myself as well, especially when you're younger, you, you think a relationship is, oh, you know what, let me find some of the, the same interests, the right. same everything, and it just makes it easy. You think it makes it easy, right? But it do- it's boring. Mm-hmm. You don't really, you don't really get to know anybody because they're all assumptions because it's your own feelings, right? Right. Like, oh, they're just like me. Cool. I don't have to really dig into that shit. Right. But when you grab someone to to grow as a person, you want someone who has assets, abilities. No, you have to be physically attracted to them. Don't give yes, there has to be a yes. chemistry there. I you do have to agree be physically with that. attracted. But you know there has to be. It's it's better when you're different in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Because you there's opportunity to grow, but it's also good to have the same things at your core. You know, for us, we share a lot of things growing up and blah, blah, religion. Blah, blah. A lot of that. Yeah. That so stuff is thing. important, right? That's you know, the core stuff. But it's but it, it it is. It's you're right because typically people try to find somebody who enjoy or have the same strengths as them, right? And or one they thing, just go off of it. Yes. You yes. know, it's just, it's just, hey, it's just lust or it's just vanity, uh, you know. Yes. This, this girl's hot, but this listen, looks like a listen, good uh, picture. I, yeah, this is a great, you know, blah blah. Right. Blah. No, truly, and it was <laughs> interesting to hear Doc Pastor Cal talk a lot, and Pastor Cal is one of the, I would say, quote unquote, therapists on the show that helps kind of guide them through the process. What he says over and over and over and over and over and over again is. Okay, let's say I'll use two generic names, Cindy and Mike. You know, Cindy doesn't realize that she's frustrated with Mike because she is weak in this area. You know, she's a very non-emotional person and she doesn't let her feelings out. And she's very okay with not talking about anything. Whereas Mike loves to talk about his feelings. He's a very open person. He's nothing but emotions. He's a book of emotions. And he's like, that's why we put them together was because he's going to teach her how to open up right. and she's going to teach him how to sometimes keep your emotions in check. Right. And people don't realize it's like this beautiful balance. And if you just trust that every, what you thought you wanted isn't always what you need. It doesn't and it's and when that happens, it's work. In other words, you'll talk yourself out of a relationship. Exactly. You'll talk yourself out of a out of potentially a, a, the perfect partner. The perfect partner because you think that they're not fitting some I quote unquote ideal right. thing, and that's exactly what we watched this season. We right. watched him and her talk themselves, and sometimes they talk themselves back in, yeah. and then not even an hour later, they she would go, "Well, I want a kind of husband who likes to travel." Right. And that means that we travel up to nine times a year. Right. And I want to, let me tell you something. You have your first kid, mama, you ain't going to want to travel your ass nowhere but to that bed. Like, you right. think you know what you need and what you want. And I'm not saying that people obviously shouldn't have to their core what they really are deal breakers, right? You have to have But that. to be, to have this ideal and go, I'm going to take this man or woman right. and put them in this mold. And if you even have one leg that doesn't fit properly, 
kick rocks. Right. It was insane to watch. Yeah. And they always say, you know, surround yourself with people, partner up with people that will challenge you, but also that is smarter and better than you. And who bring out the best in you. Bring out the best in you, you know. Who push one another to do better and bigger things. I will say I've always been a pretty, a particularly ambitious person, but in our relationship, you allow me to be who I am. Raw, you've never made me feel like who I am necessarily is bad. And then that allows me then to let my brain think about other things, right? Because now my brain can just go, okay, well, we're good. We've got good communication. We love one another. My brain can then go, ooh, this is creative. Let's do this. Right. Ooh, let's go over here. Let's start a podcast. Let's write this book. Let's do this campaign. Let's do... Because my brain is able to then step outside of this house, even though we're all hunkering down. Because I know that you and I are good. You know what I mean? And so when there's there's ways that you push me that I didn't even realize that I would have thought on my own naturally, I would do a lot of things Agree. on my own. Right. But really, truly, no, when I look back, you really pushed me to do a lot of fucking things in my life that I would never have done. I would Likewise. never, ever, ever have done. Likewise. S- truly. But again, you know, let's not paint a fantasy picture here. You no, know, I'm not sense, saying that. No, no, with the sense that because I don't want anyone to think this way, it takes work. No, that's what I'm saying. It takes, it takes work. Work. There were times right. in, especially in the beginning of our relationship, even when you're, people don't tell you this either, like when you get married, it's almost like hitting the button again because now you're dealing with a completely different dynamic and you're dealing with a lot of, I feel like sometimes expectations of what a marriage is going to look like and be like. And it's a lot of fucking work. And there were times when I thought, I just like, what is, I don't know. Are this dude and I really like, is this it? Like, sometimes it was like, I felt like I was speaking Spanish and you were speaking Italian. And we were just not hearing one another. And I was like, this is just not great. I don't, I don't like this feeling. We're not, now we're both angry at each other. I don't like that feeling. And it's like the more work we did, the more work that you and I kind of consciously put in and said, no, we love each other. We really do. Like, we fuck with one another. There's just some shit we got to work out to communicate better. But it's worth it. That's what I'm saying. It's 100%. Yeah, it. Because now that we're in, I'm in a healthy place in my yeah. own life. We're in a healthy place. And we're still going to have arguments. Obviously, we're not like a fucking perfect couple. There's no fucking way. I come on here every week and talk shit about you. I mean, tune Although in. I'm perfect. Okay. The relationship's not perfect. It's not, no so relationship is perfect. But it allows you to like concentrate on other things in your life. Because you know this person is pushing you to be a better person. Right. I don't know. And it just kind of made me sad when I saw that. When I thought, and I remember looking at you saying, I really hope they talk after this. Because they, I, when they watch this back, I hope that they can see how they talk themselves right. out of an entire good Because I do think the marriage. camera played. You could tell when Brett sat down with his friend. He's got this shtick about him. You know, this comedy guy. I don't really want to get into my feelings. You know, I'm just going to be sarcastic 1,000%. Uh, I'm not going to give anybody any substance. 
at the same time, whenever you say you want to do something, I'm going to tell you everything about how to do that because I'm a fucking genius. Right. <laughs> I mean, he it. knew everything. Everything. And I think it frustrated... I don't even think necessarily... I think that frustrated her, but I think it frustrated her more how well, he was my, on camera and yeah. off camera. Well, my point to that is, so he played that character even more on camera. Yes. Right? And, and she saw that. Yes. Although he was similar, he was less pronounced. Correct. You know, than when the cameras were around. And and you could see that. You know, Anyone you could see him hamming up that. for that. Right. Yes. Right. And, and, I, and I understand that with her. You know, he Here's was so freaking cheesy and, you know, oh, just so just annoying. Right. But what I found interesting was that but he liked off her. camera, he really liked her. Yeah. If she would have just said to him, I just want to make sure that like in four weeks, because eight weeks is not that long. Right. In four more weeks, when the cameras are gone, like you are going to be the person that we are when right. the cameras are off, right? It's the only conversation you need to have. He said it. Yes. Well, not I, that. I'm just saying. Hey, yes. Ahead, sorry. He said when they asked him. <clears throat> Excuse about me. it, he said, yes, I'm aware of the cameras. Mm-hmm. I have a business. My, I don't want to embarrass my family. Right. So, yes. He said, yes, I am very different on camera. Once she heard that, why would you then not go and sit down and go, okay, no one's around, just you and I. Mm-hmm. Are you really, though, like this all the time, like what we're doing now? Because every night when the cameras leave, you are like this with me. Right. And so I, as long as you can guarantee me, it's at least worth the try to say you're already right. married. And the caveat to that you show, know? though, right? But the, but the, and it's almost a, a great part of the show, is at the end of the day, they're so nervous because they don't know what a person's true motivation is yes. because the camera's there because it's a reality show, and they don't want to get hurt. And they don't want to get hurt, so they focus just hardcore on just trying to get at that. Hey. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I, I feel that you are here for the wrong reason. So I'm going to hammer that until, until, you know, till day's end. Karen and Miles. That was a perfect example. And, yeah, and she just kept saying, I want a man. I uh-huh. want a man, man. And he at some point was like, first of all, that's offensive. I am a man. Yeah, and he is. And yeah. there's nothing that he ever did. I thought the way he talked to her and treated her was so beautiful. Yep. And he was just so sensitive and so nice, but still a man's man. And, like, he was just so sweet to her. Right. And the way she fucking fought him. Right. I mean, nobody wants a guy who's this emotional. Yeah, she told him him this. She goes, you know, know, I want someone who's a strong black man. He had in his apartment black love, you know. He was really into his culture, really into his heritage. Proud. A very proud proud black black man. man. And... I mean, I haven't seen any other black... Well, I know because of the times we're going in, but still, he was a very, very proud black man. He was very proud. And so for her to come out and say, I need someone to be, you know, a proud black man, it's like, you know, what are you talking about? And I the actually... The guy had a lion tattoo on his... You know, he, he couldn't said say more. Black, said, what did it say? No, black? he said, <laughs> he said uh, it had a lion on here and it said, I'm a man. Oh, it said, I'm a man. It said, so yeah. right off the jump, you look at that on someone's arm, I'm going, okay, this guy has a little bit of issues. If you call him, tell him he's not a man or question his type of thing. Masculinity. Masculinity, he's going to, you know... 
that's obviously a fucking, uh, uh, you know, a, a soft spot. Which this is 2020. And this is, again, what I'm talking about, like the stereotypes and the roles we put on people. And we go, okay, well, you're a man, so you need to act this way. And you're a husband. That means, like, there are, I've said this before. There are certain things, as my husband, I do expect you to do. And that's only because I'm too much of a little bitch to do it. I'm not going to kill any sort of spider. That's out. Um, I would prefer you, and you normally do, make all of the, put all the gas in the car, right? Yeah. I don't like the smell of gas. Yes. I don't like to um, be outside and exposed. Um, oh, I and I also do not like touching dirty shit that a hundred other people have touched. Yeah. I also don't care for taking out the trash can bins. They're disgusting. They smell. And there was one time when I was six years old and my mom made me throw away something and the garbage can was really full and my dad was horrible about taking him out to the corner and I lifted the lid and there were maggots everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were maggots everywhere. And so I don't like trash cans. Dad's mistress popped out of the fucking can. From there on, I was out, okay? Um... But I would say there is, I don't, and I would hope that, like, I don't think I've ever made you feel like if you couldn't be emotional or talk to me or, I don't, I don't know. I don't, there's no other role that I need you to play. It was just, it was such a pathetic. It was kind of mean. Yeah, it was really mean and pathetic. Yeah. And it was just a sad excuse, you know. It was. And it was, it was, it was disrespectful at at the highest level because if you just, again, I'm going to beat the point because if you looked. If you were halfway intelligent and just looked around the room and evaluated, hey, what's this guy all about? Right. You know, see all his tattoos and shit. And you go, okay, good. This is important to him. This is important to blah, 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 blah. And she just ignored all, all of that. it. All of it. In fact, she took that mm-hmm. and then attacked it. Use it against him. Just said, hey, oh, well, I'm just going to hammer this down like it's an insecurity. It's not. But it's a shitty thing to say to somebody. It's a a shitty thing to do to somebody. And I was actually shocked that she kept... One of her biggest issues was, well, he's emotionally available. He tells me how he's feeling about me. He tells me how he's feeling about life. And I don't like it. And I thought that was so shocking because (laughs) I've had a lot of girlfriends. (laughs) And I would say you are a very emotional person. You tell me how you're feeling. Um, you wear how you're feeling just like I do, right on your face. I can see in your face in two minutes what's going on, how you're feeling, mm-hmm. how your day was, if something's uh-huh. wrong. Most women love that. They do not like their men to just be stoic like it's 1950, and they're like, give me my bourbon, bitch, and keep it down before she I smack like you in a, the face. She wants like a husband. From the 1950s. Uh, the, from Chappelle's show where they did trading spouses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had on yeah, the do-rag yeah. and the cigarette. This was my dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what she wanted. That was, That's what yes, she said. I mean, yes. she said that. Yeah. She said, I want someone to put me in yeah, my place. Put my place. <laughs> she said, I want... I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Right? But she almost, again, talked herself out of that oh, marriage. Yeah. And I will say, I applaud him because he is the only reason why this still worked. And There's no doubt about that. He put in the work, the patience. She used the fact that he came to her, again, like we talked about 98 Fiance. He, the first time they were together, that when they were on their honeymoon, he said, I just, he got her alone and he yeah. said, it is really important for me to share with you that I do have mental illness. Yep. I have major depressive, depressive issues. Right. I do take medication. I do go to a therapist. I do all the, I check all the boxes I need to. Right. But sometimes even still doing that, it, it can still be an issue. Right. And I want you to know what you're dealing with right off the bat. Right? She shit on it. She shit. Yeah, she not only did she she didn't say you know what, 
I have this, this, and that, and that would be a lot in a relationship as well. I'm not prepared to handle this kind of thing. You know, instead of that, she's just like, oh, he's depressed. Right. What a fucking tool. Fuck right. him. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, he's what weak. a weak individual. He's weak. You know, he talks, he's blah, 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 the whole, the whole nine yards. Which is interesting you know? for somebody who. Oh, is... he goes to therapy. What a, what a pussy. It's interesting because she's so, she gives out this air that she's so smart. And if you were smart, you would know that mental illness is not a choice. It's not something that anybody, why would anybody choose to be depressed? Why would anybody choose to have any mental disorder? So it was interesting that she shit on him so fast, so hard, and you're so uneducated, but yet you were giving this bravado on camera. And she kept saying, I just want to make sure he's not doing this for the cameras. I just want to make sure he's not doing this for the cameras. And all I kept thinking was, but you're doing it that's just for the whole, cameras. That's her whole thing. That's this whole act you're right. putting up of wanting to be Michelle Obama and right. find your Barack. I'm sorry. You don't think Barack forgets to pick up his socks? You don't think Barack is telling Michelle how oh, he yeah. feels? They have kids together. They, I mean, your life, again, it just goes back to what you think you want. Yeah, he pisses on the floor. Please. He's pissing on the floor, for sure. I mean, Michelle's having to hit him up the head. You think, yeah. oh, you think he running shit? Yeah. That man ain't running shit, okay? Yeah. Just like most Leaving relationships. Shit on the counter, getting yelled at. That's you it. Know, this, and yeah. it's a love. It's it's a very fun bicker, but it is still a love. Barry! <laughs> God damn it, Barry. I don't give a shit if you were the goddamn president. If you cut a sandwich on the goddamn <laughs> counter, how fucking hard is it? As the president... Could you not? You just know I don't like up? no goddamn crust on my peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Because they are again normal ass people. Max, I know you gotta take a shit, but come on. Go ahead. <laughs> Leave that in. I will say there are dogs in the studio with us. Yeah. Our dogs are in our studio. He's pacing like he's got to really. Oh, of course, just let of course, he's got to let one go. But I will just say, I really it it did make us talk quite a bit, and I really yeah. enjoyed that because it was yeah. interesting. I guess I had thought about it before. But it made me think about our relationship and how we handle things because it's like, it, no one, w- when you're in a relationship and you love somebody, being right, nobody wins. Being wrong, nobody wins. But right. hearing one another, respecting one another, and just trying to understand one another, everybody wins. And so I think that's the biggest lesson. It's teaching me to stop and go, okay, so? Yeah. Just so, okay, so he did that. So, okay, that's right. fine. Like, the f- world's still fine. And not to go, well, God damn it! I've told him a million times, I don't understand. Like, why is he, I swear he hates me. Why is he doing this? And really, you start to, it's easy to start to go into your brain and start unwinding things. And then you think, no, there's, I mean, I love you, but you're not that deep. <laughs> and there's not a lot of layers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what you see is what you get. I'm, I have more. I don't have layers. I have gears. Oh, you have gears, right? <laughs> you know, like you're like an old Chevy. Just put me in drive and just let's go. Yeah. Let's get it. I don't even check the gas gauge. Don't no, check that. Just no, start that fucker. No. Put it in drive and go. You're blasting the air. You yeah. swear it's air conditioning, but it's just blasting hot air in yeah. your face. I'll like figure it out as I go. Yeah, yeah. You're very. That's who you are. Yeah. And I love that, and I hate that, <laughs> but I've grown to appreciate that. But at the same time, though, if I really do like something. That I will take my time to learn about it. Yes, you will. And I really enjoy to get really nerdy and geeky into it. Yes. That said, after I've already tried to play it like a right, right, or, right, or right. try to do it, I will definitely do it first. Yes. No doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's what, that's what I get from you, is yeah. that you've taught me to go, 
dude, just do it. Like, why are you talking yeah. about it? Right. Like, you will say to me, I'll, I'll be talking to you about a, a pair of shoes, and I don't know, they're this much. And you're right. like, I don't understand. Just buy the fucking shoes. Right. So you've stopped, you've really taught me to stop second-guessing myself and just go along with it. Just It's okay to sometimes not overthink everything. Because your impulse choices will, will change. They'll yes, adapt. they really do. You will. So you'll learn over time, although you don't think so, Yeah. your accuracy gets way better. What's way better? And I didn't you realize know. when your we were watching it. judgment gets way better, for what I mean. It really did make, I thought, oh my God, he gave me Confidence that. Confidence in your decision. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, yeah. especially during the pandemic that I've been working on, um, and I thought I would have never done this, but over the years, that impulsiveness about you that I swore I fucking hated right, and that I couldn't fucking stand, actually, you've taught me to just meet it head on. And what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst? Okay. Now, you know, the worst now go try it. And, and take that in retrospect and, and what, what it really means to have pain in life and what it really means mm-hmm. to hurt or struggle. Right. Yeah. So falling on your face and doing something, doing something for well, how I approach it is I used to have that same issue. I would go, all right, well, let me try to, man, I want to do this. And then I would just really get in my head and go, I don't know, no, 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 no. you know, and yeah. just one day I was like, I don't care. Right. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And did I make some stupid things and took longer than I should? Yeah. But at the end of the day. You did it. I did it. Whereas before I would just beat myself up because I still didn't do a thing. Yep. You know, and I'll, and I'll, you know, there's a lot, I can give you a lot of examples, but yeah. No, seriously. I, I, yeah. so and that's and, the worst feeling, you know, to not ever try it, try to it. never just try, even if you fail. No, we're talking about sensible shit too. So just, you know, we're not talking to, you know, Hey, I've never stood in front of a semi driving 90. Right. I've never put <laughs> nine dicks in right. my ass. That's I mean, right. and again, if that's your yeah. thing, Onward and upward, but <laughs> I never swallowed an elephant's load. <laughs> well, it was so funny because we were talking about the podcast years ago, and I remember one day you looked at me and you're like, "I just don't understand though, like what the issue is. Just how many fucking times are you gonna run through with me? How you want to start this and how right. you want to talk to AP and how you want to do all these things? Can you just call her and do it? I mean, you, you right. see this bitch all the time. And that's why I get you know, when the show when it starts and all that, I get nervous because I don't do well with anything structured. Right. My flow is just to me when you look at a podcast or you look. Oh at a yeah, show, it can feel very it's, yes. It's structured because yes. you 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 ha- you want to try to at least have something impactful to say or something interesting to say. Right. At the end right. Of the day. Right. So now you're really trying to go. Oh, what what. Oh my God, what, am I saying this? Is this interesting? Or, you oh, know, I know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where we balance each other out because then I say to you, hey, just yeah. chill. Right. Everything's cool. Nothing right. you're doing is wrong. Who you but genuinely are. By the way, without saying is anything, is, is, you, know, you start to learn that. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's why it was nice to be able to watch for you and I to watch that because we kind of stopped for a minute and realized, oh, wait, we really do compliment each other right. so well. I don't know. It was really, it was really nice. If you guys haven't, in other words, it's fun. It's a great exercise. Yeah. I suggest, as, as you are. Yeah. I, I, I'll just speak for myself. I, I highly recommend it for couples. If you know, just, to, just if you want a nice, fun thing to do with your spouse. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's good. You know, it's, it's cheesy. It's a reality show. So we're not saying this is. I'm not saying this. I is mean, if you're if you're in if you're in the process of getting a divorce, we can't help you. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to save your marriage. 
Yeah. In fact, it might, it. It, might it might make it worse. It, yeah. <laughs> right? it, might, yeah. it might make it worse. You're like, oh, shit, this is, do I really want to go back to this shit? Right. But if you're like, if you're just like keeping it cool and crispy, like you guys are doing fine. Maybe not great, but fine. Definitely watch the show. And if you want something fun to do with your spouse, it is a good show to watch that's not just utter trash. Like 90 Day Fiance is what it is. It is 1,000% guaranteed weekly trash. And yeah. it, that's why they're turning them out Sign like a puppy mill. Me up. They've got about 150 different runoffs. And honey, when I tell you I'm here for it, I am here for. Ex-sexual predators. Oh. I mean, it's got it all. You And you got to go and Google the people because there's always a backstory that they let that TLC... Yeah conveniently left out yeah. and tried to sneak one past you. Yeah, like Angela's uh, daughter raping kids. Right. No big yeah. deal. No big deal. Let's not she talk on about the show it. Too. One time. And then that was it. Oh, the boys. <laughs> the boys right. are playing. Anyways, you guys, check it out. It's Married at First Sight. Yeah. Um, and that is going to wrap up this episode. Yeah, Thank the you boys so are much. Little, the, the, the Major, Max, Peely. Peaches. We got all the we kids really in here. We really appreciate you guys, you did such good you did a guys. Very good job, kids. So very you know. good little boys and girls. But they are hungry, and so are we. So that is right. going to wrap up this week's episode of the Hate Journals. Of course, you guys know you can follow us on Instagram at the Hate Journals, and of course, Twitter Hate Journals. Don't forget, our masks are still on sale at on our website at thehatejournals.com. I do have a special announcement coming up. So when you hear this, it'll be on a Saturday and a special announcement will come out on Tuesday. So you guys stay tuned. We love you guys. Thank you always so much for so much support and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.